This is July 25, and every day is a holiday with Mary Stone. This is our podcast celebrating every day of everyone's life. Our message is simple, and it is that we are all of one spirit. What does that mean? The statement that we are all of one spirit disallows the fear-based idea that in order for me to be right, you must be wrong. We are all of one spirit. Holidays, holy days, happy days. We celebrate life, love, loss, and legacy. This is our Commonwealth. Today is what was the feast day of St. Christopher, who is venerated by several Christian denominations as a martyr killed in the reign of the 3rd century Roman Emperor Decius, or, alternatively, under the Roman Emperor Maximinus II. Dacian. There appears to be confusion due to the similarity in the name Decius and Dacian. However, his veneration only appears late in Christian tradition and did not become widespread in the Western Church until the late Middle Ages, although churches and monasteries were named after him by the 7th century. It is actually disputed whether Christopher even existed and if so, whether the name applied to a specific person or was a general title meaning Christ-bearer, which was applied to several different real and or legendary people. He may be the same figure as Saint Menace. His most famous legend, which is mainly known from the West and may draw from ancient Greek mythology, tells that he he carried a child who was unknown to him across the river before the child revealed himself as Christ. Therefore, he is the patron saint of travelers, and small images of him are often worn around the neck, on a bracelet, carried in a pocket, or placed in vehicles by certain Christians. There are all sorts of legends associated with the life and death of St. Christopher, which first appeared in Greece and is spread to France by the 9th century. According to one legendary account of his life, Christopher was initially called Reprobus. He was a Canaanite, seven and a half feet tall, with a fearsome face. While serving the king of Canaan, he took it into his head to go and serve the greatest king there was. He went to the king, who was reputed to be the greatest, but one day he saw the king cross himself at the mention of the devil. Thus, learning that the king feared the devil, he departed to look for him. He came across the band of marauders, one of whom declared himself to be the devil. So Christopher decided to serve him. But when he saw his new master avoid a wayside cross and found out that the devil feared Christ, he left him and inquired from people where to find Christ. He met a hermit who instructed him in the Christian faith. Christopher asked him how he could serve Christ. When the hermit suggested fasting and prayer, Christopher replied he was unable to perform that service. The hermit then suggested that because of his size and strength, Christopher could serve Christ by assisting people to cross a dangerous river, where they were perishing in the attempt. The hermit promised that this service would be pleasing to Christ. After Christopher had performed this service for some time, 
a little child asked him to take him across the river. During the crossing, the river became swollen, and the child seemed heavy as lead, so much that Christopher could scarcely carry him and found himself in great difficulty. When he finally reached the other side, he said to the child, You have put me in the greatest danger. I do not think the whole world could have been as heavy on my shoulders as you were. The child replied, You had on your shoulders not only the whole world, but him who made it. I am Christ your king, whom you are serving by his work. The child then vanished. Christopher later visited Lycia, and there comforted the Christians who were being martyred. Brought before the local king, he refused to sacrifice to the pagan gods. The king tried to win him by riches and by sending two beautiful women to tempt him. Christopher converted the women to Christianity, as he had already converted thousands in the city. The king ordered him to be killed. Various attempts failed, but finally, Christopher was beheaded. Historical examination of the legends suggests Christopher lived during the Christian persecutions of the Emperor Decius, and that he was captured and martyred by the governor of Antioch. Historian David Woods has proposed that St. Christopher's remains were possibly taken to Alexandria, where he may have become identified with the Egyptian martyr St. Menace. The martyrdom of St. Menace corresponds to the details of the legend of St. Christopher. The theory that identifies the two saints as one and the same concludes that the name Christopher, meaning Christ-bearer, was a title given to the name of the valiant Menace, who died in Antioch. Since he was not a native of that land, his name was not known, so he was simply revered by his generic title, Christ-bearer. St. Menace happens to be the patron of travelers in the Coptic tradition, which further supports an association with St. Christopher, who is the patron of travelers in the Greek and Latin traditions. Part of St. Christopher's story closely parallels that of the Argonaut, Jason, who carried across a raging river an old woman that was likewise described as being far heavier than she should have been, and was actually goddess Hera in disguise. Today, many people in Spain celebrate the life and deeds of James, son of Zebedee, on St. James's day. St. James was one of Jesus' first disciples. St. James was an apostle and a brother of John the Apostle. He may have traveled to the area that is now Santiago de Compostela, St. James was beheaded in Judea in the year 44 CE. Some Christians believe that his disciples carried his body to the Sea of Padron on the Gallican coast. Then they buried his body under what is now the cathedral in Santiago de Compostela. Many events are organized on and before St. James's Day in the Basque country and Gallica. These include special church services to honor the life and work of St. James, exhibitions of art, work by artists born or living in near Santiago de Compostela, theater productions and street shows, concerts of modern and traditional music, including bagpipe performances, traditional dance events held outside, 
Special services are held in the cathedral in Santiago de Compostela on July 25. Church officials swing a large incense burner at full speed during this service. They fill the whole church with incense smoke. St. James's Day is a public holiday in the autonomous communities of the Basque Country and Gallico. Public life is generally quiet. Many businesses and other organizations are closed. Common symbols of St. James include a traveler's hat, sound familiar, and a scallop shell. The scallop shell is used to mark a network of pilgrimage routes. These routes led to the Cathedral in Santiago de Compostela from many European countries, including Austria, Belgium, England, France, Germany, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Portugal, and Switzerland. Thousands of people walk, cycle, or ride a horse along the pilgrimage routes to Santiago de Compostela every year. Many people hope to arrive just before St. James's Day. Today is also Culinarian's Day, an unofficial holiday that honors all cooks and chefs who bring good taste and great food in people's lives. Culinarians are experts in the art and science of cooking and serving food. They can be chefs, cooks, home cooks, bakers, and anyone else who is involved in the process of preparing and serving meals. Professional culinarians tend to work in restaurants and commercial kitchens. While the origins of Culinarian's Day are unknown, we can all safely assume that the holiday was invented as a way to thank all the culinarians who made our experience of eating out fun and special. Did you know that the hats chefs wear is called a toque blanche, white hat in French? It is believed that the height of the toque represents seniority and rank in the kitchen, and the folds in the hat represent the qualification of the chef. So you see, there's always a holiday somewhere on this planet. Find a reason for joy and share it. Thank you for sharing your time with us. I'm Mary Stone, the Irreverent Interfaith Reverend, with my writing partner, the Holy Mess, and Holy Nice, Brian O'Malley.